Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 71 of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Black. Today, we're going to talk about these shows from Monday, September 18th for Thursday, September 21st, and also talk about the two remaining shows from Sunday, September 17th. So we're just going to get right into those right now. We're going to kick it off with the first of two Sunday, September 17th shows. We'll start with GCW versus TNT from Liverpool, England. So opening match was a fatal four-way match. Grand Local defeat Robbie X. Scotty Rocks and Tony Dempton, 10 minutes and 21 seconds. For the TNT Women's Show, Lizzie Evel defeating the champion Alexis Belkin in 4 seconds. In a fatal four tag team match, we had Lycos Jim, Kid Lycos, and Kid Lycos 2 defeating John Oliver and Dalbar Charlie. Los Macizo, Cyclops, Medio Extremo, and Los Vipers, Arras, and Legato, 10 minutes and 11 seconds. Non title match, Extreme Champ Joey Janelle defeating Leon Slater, 16 minutes and 35 seconds. Six person tag team match, we had Team TNT, TNT. Big Joe, Clint, Megara, and Paul Robson defeating Team GCW, Jimmy Lloyd, Monster Slimwich, and the ultra-final champion, Rina Yamashita. 7 minutes and 43 seconds. In tag team match, we have Bussy, Ellie Ketch, and Effie defeat Act 2, Benjamin Harlan, and Jack Kananson. 11 minutes and 55 seconds. For the GCW World Tall, Blake Christian retains where man like there is. 21 minutes and 26 seconds. Dark Sheik defeating Helen Campbell. 9 minutes and 8 seconds. And for the TNT World Tall in an ODQ match, Chaymont defeating the champion Char- Charles Crowley at 11 minutes and 18 seconds. We thought that was Maven, but it was not, as Tate made fairs cash in his briefcase to win the TNT World Tall Life from Chaymont at 12 seconds. So it's GCW. Do we get over to All Japan Pro Residence and Yokohama Market? So we kick it over with one half of the world tag team champs. Get to me, Howard, defeating Dean Turner with 16 minutes, 58 seconds. And the Maven, six man tag team with Sawama, Yuma, and Zai Rai, anyway. Defeating the OAG Brothers, World Tag Champ, and Triple Crown Headwood Jim, Yuma, and Ayoski. Teaming up with Rise and Ideal at 15 minutes and 18 seconds. So that's all it's for wrestling. Now we head over to these Monday, September 18th shows. So we kick it off with Toki Joshi, Pro Wrestling's City Circuit Night 5. So we kick it off with Suzume defeating Shino Suzuki. Feel ring a bell, 6 minutes and 56 seconds. In Tag Team Edward, Azori Endo. In Haruka Sour defeating Kyle Bami and Rina. Hook a boy by submission fit camel clutch in eight minutes fifty seconds. Six one tag team match with Daydreams International Princeship Rekka Tetsuzumi and Mayo Watanabe. Dima Hamura defeating Hyper Masao Rock and Bamar Juku via Dragon Sleeper a limit in eight seconds. Six woman tag team match with Toyo Mates, Yuki Kamafuku, and Mario Karaku. Team of Matoga defeat Free Wife Hikari No and Noah Kayuta. Along with Yuka Yohira for famous for 12 minutes and 25 seconds. In tag team match, we had the Princess of Princess Shame, Misuki, and so he, Shoko Nakajima, the 1 2 million 2023 Tokyo Prince Cup winner, Mike Yamashista, and Mikey Ito, the Aquamarine, 17 minutes and 35 seconds. In the main event, in tag team match, we had Rai, AA Cannon, Saki Kai, and Yuki Arai, defeating Yuki Ino and Mokum Yamato, via double rookie award, 16 minutes and 10 seconds. So that's Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Then we head over to night eight of the Dragon Gate Storm Gate Tour. So we kick it off with six-man tag match with D. Courage's open Dream Gate champion, Madoka Kitayuta, Yuki Yushikawa, Yushikawa, and Dragon Dia defeat M3K's open the 20 Gate champion, Shimoshi Musuki, Yushiji Kondo, Ella Musuki Jr. for uh, Lariat, 13 minutes and 25 seconds. Misaki Musuki defeat Ryan Fuda, by submission for Ankle Lock, 10 minutes and 53 seconds. And six-man tag match with Dragon Kid, Jinky Hor, Goji, Don Fuji. Defeating Prom Dragon, Yamato, and Keiji Tor, Fiat, Nodata, Oyoshi, 11 minutes and 46 seconds. Team Revolution, defeating Kaito Nagato, Fiat, Bomb, 6 minutes and 16 seconds. 
into head to match at Gold Class, Kotaman or Ben K. Defeating the naturalized team of Jason Lee and UT via Golden Rose, 12 minutes and 41 seconds. In the main event, in six man tag match, we had naturalized Big Boss Mushi, Straw Machine J, and Jack Funk Kamei. Defeating C Prize's open to brave kid champ, Ishin, Kai, and Hyo via Shaw Put Slam on Hyo, 16 minutes and 5 seconds. So it's Dragon Do we go over to DDT Shank and Paul Rest? This is the first of two shows. So this one, this is the Bullet Train Falls Count. And we're matched between Minoru Suzuki and Sanger Takagi. And Minoru Suzuki gets the win over Takagi via Gotch-style Paul Dropper at 37 minutes and 29 seconds. And then we'll do the other uh, DDT show, The Dramatic Explosion. So kick it off with Kazumi Sumi defeating Ryuka via Schoolboy, 5 minutes and 59 seconds. <clears throat> Triple threat tag match with Paramount, Yuki Ino, Dansuki Dino. Defeating Sinzer Takagi and Takashi Masta. In other main heavy middleweight and extreme chambers, Kasushi Hara and Akiko by referee stoppage via Lip Block and Masada, 6 minutes and 40 seconds. 6 minute tag team match with Damnation DA, KOD, one half of the KOD tag teams, Cannon, Tasaki Sasaki, and MJ Paul. Defeating 6 minute tag team, Hidaki Okatani and Burnings, Yusuke Okada and Yokoryoku. By submission via Cobra Twist, 9 minutes and 26 seconds. Six man tag match with Shihiro Iri, Kasushika Hayaguchi, and Shina Iisha defeating Omega's all 40 team, Madoka Oyoshi, and Yuji Hino. Tino Watusia Eno via Beast Bomber, 14 minutes and 3 seconds. For the all Asia tag team titles in a current blast match, Burning Junaki Yama and Koroko Suzuki defeating the champions Asushi Onida and Yoshitachu via Sandwich Current Bass Blast Swing on Yoshitatsu, 8 minutes and 15 seconds to win the titles. In tag team match with Harshima and Yuki Nara defeating the 37 Kameis, Yuki Ino and Toy Kojima for the world's largest backdrop, 15 minutes and 18 seconds. In the main six-person tag team action, we had two-thirds of the six-man tag champs in Russia. Yuki Sakaguchi and Saki Kai team with Murder Grandpa Minoru Suzuki defeating KOD Opoi team Chris Brooks, Mo, and Antonio Honda via Quasicol on Honda, 17 minutes and 12 seconds. So it's the OGT show. Then we go to night 18 of the Stardom's five-star Grand Prix tournament. So kick it off with tag team match of Ryan May and Waka Tutsuyama of Club Venus. Defeating Young, young OED's new black tag team and Ruka via Once Upon Time, 9 minutes and 25 seconds. Stars Pokemon Heaton defeating God's Eyes, Wonder Star Champ, Mirai, and High Speed Champion Saki Kashua. And tag team match of Fia, 120% schoolgirl on Kashima, submits in 40 seconds. And tag team match with Megan Bay and Micah defeating Sai, Ida, and Hanako. Fia mentioned Noku Driver to 6 minutes and 18 seconds. And more tag team match this side, Susu Suzuki and Mei Sira defeating Cosmic Angels, World Star Champ, Tam Nako, and Yuna Misamori. Fia tequila shot, 9 minutes and 11 seconds. And tag team match with stars, IWGB Woman Champ, Mayu Itani, and Asuki versus Yutami Haishisa and Asumi of Queen's Quest into the 15 minute time limit draw. Their first up two five star Grand Prix matches. This is from Red Stars. Emmy Sword defeating Goss, a star champ, not Sepoy. Feel like Thunder, 10 minutes and four seconds. In the main event from the Blue Stars block, Mia Shirakawa defeat Momo Watanabe, defeat Glorious, Glorious Collection Mina, 14 minutes and seven seconds. So the standings after night 18 from Red Stars in first place, Natahiko Tor with 12 points, six wins, two losses. Suzuki takes second place with 10 points, five wins, two losses. And third place, Got Star Champ, not to point. IWGP Wonshin Mayotani have nine points, four wins, three losses, one draw. 
Well, I start champion. Also has nine nine points, but she has four wins, two losses, one draw. And Suri also has nine points, but she has four wins, one loss, one draw. Suki in fourth place with eight points, four wins, three losses. Emisori in fifth place with six points, three wins, five losses. In sixth place, New Blood Tech Team Starlight Kid has four points, two wins, five losses. And Sam Kantan in last place with no points, no wins, nine losses. Then over to uh, Blue Stars, Juliet, the Artistar Champion, in first place with nine points, four wins, two losses, one draw. In second place, Wonder Star Champion, Mirai and Mir Shirakawa have eight points, four wins, three losses. God Star Champion, sorry, Enyum has eight points, three wins, three losses, two draws. Momo Watanabe has eight points as she has four wins, four losses. And Yutami Haishisa also has eight points, but she has four wins, two losses. Micah in third place with seven points, three wins, two losses, one draw. In fourth place, Ryan and Azumi have six points, three wins, four losses. In Heaton in last place with two points, one win, and six losses. So it's night 18. Then I'm going to start covering this show when they can. This is Sendai Girls' big show in Sendai. So kick it off with Yuna. Yura Suzuki defeat Ray Marimori by submission via cross armbar. Five minutes and seven seconds. Namai defeat Yuraga Okafi via double knee attack at seven and a half minutes. In six one touch with your Matsumoto, Lena Cross, and Zones. Defeating Ryu Mizumori, Maiku Takaski, and Chi Chi by submission via Texas Cold Reef, 10 minutes and 27 seconds. Aja Khan defeating Sakura Hora by Backfist, 2 minutes and 3 seconds. So a rematch for the exact same result this time by Backdrop, 3 minutes and 7 seconds. Non title match, the Sendai Girls Tag Champs Team 200 KG. That's their tag team name, don't come after me. Chichiro Hajimoto and Yu defeating Saray and Soryanu via Albright 13 minutes and 35 seconds. In a hardcore match, Dash, Dash Kishko defeating Fenny for Hormone Splash 21 minutes and 23 seconds. And the main event for the Sendai Girls World title, Micah Awadi defeating Billy McKenzie via Rain 17 minutes and 15 seconds to win the Sendai Girls World title. And that was Sendai Girls. Then we go to night 18. I'm uh, sorry, night 8 of the. New Japan Pro Wrestling's World Destruction Kobe Night 8 Tour. So we have Ryusuke Taguchi defeating Yuta Nakashima by submission via Oh My Gar Ankle. 7 minutes and 41 seconds. In tag match, Satoshi Kojima and Yo defeating Toki Magabe and Oscar Lube via Lyria on Lube. 8 minutes and 22 seconds. 6 man tag match, we have Yuji Nagao, Shoto Umo, and Master Waddle defeating Strong Sales, El Desperado, and Ren Narita. Team up with Tiger Mask 4 via Death Rider on Tiger Mask. 9 minutes and 53 seconds. In tag team matchup, Beat Bob tag team, never open weight six man tag team, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Toriyano, defeating Bolton Oleg and Togma Hama, via roll up on Oleg, nine minutes and 38 seconds. Eight man tag team match with Chaos's never open weight six man tag champs, Tomohiro Ishii and Shikosuke Okada, along with the IWGB tag teams, Haruki Go and Yoshihashi, defeating DDK's television champ, Sex Saber Drew, Bad Dude Tito, Shinhei's Mikey Nichols, via Rainmaker on Bad Dude Tito, 11 minutes and 14 seconds. In tag 10 men tag match with United Empire's United Shame, Will Osprey, Jeff Cobb, Gray Okan, Callum Newham, and Inari. Defeating Los Inganala Race Day opponents, Junior Bray Champion, Hiromo Takahashi, 2023 G1 Climax with Jusei and Naito, Shingo Takagi, Bushi, and Yuji Suji, by submission via Sheep Killer on Bushi. <coughs> 14 minutes and 22 seconds. In the main event, 8 man tag match with House of Tortures, Evil Show, Yujiro Takahashi, and Dick Togo. <laughs> Defeating just four guys, IWG Robert Jim Sonata, KOBW 23 champion Taiji, Taka Minjinoku, and Doki. Via Everything is Eagle on Minjinoku, 14 minutes and 8 seconds. New Japan Ball Wrestling. 
Then we go over to Big Japan Pro Wrestling's show in Cork and Hall in Tokyo, Japan. So we kick it off with Asama Dokata and Yuki Yamato defeating the Hashimoto's Daijin Kasuzuki via Moonsault on Kasuzuki. Six minutes and 46 seconds tag team action. Another tag match, Ender Kara and Lane Buzzard defeating Junior with Jim Kaji Tomato and Kota. Suki Fuda via 450 splash, some minutes and one second. And a tag team concrete block match, Abdullah Kabashi and Ryu Ito defeating Yokohama Shop Street. Six minute tag team, Kasuzuki Kitayuta and King Kora Hashino. Eight, 10 minutes and 13 seconds. And a tag team barbar board match, Akira and Remedy War defeating Masa Takata and Masa Takahashi by submission via Bulldog Choke. 11 minutes and 55 seconds. And a tag team bring your own weapons match. Two thirds of the Yokohama Shop Street six minute death match at which Yuki Ishikawa and Yoshikama Tani defeat Madman Pondo and Negro Butcher via 120% schoolboy on Butcher, 11 minutes and 56 seconds. Six minute tag match with Yurahama, Yusumi Nakanoi, and Takoa Kato defeat Hearts of Far World Strong Head Witch Oyagi and Shahir Iri. I want 10 pass up via Diamond Double Drop, 14 minutes and 14 seconds. Anime for the Big Japan Tag Titles, the champions astronauts Takoa Nomura and Fudomar Abe defeat Desasuke Sakimao and Kachimusu Yoshida via phone Nelson Suplex on Yoshida, 15 minutes and 42 seconds to retain the titles. That was Big Japan. Now we'll head over to Monday Night Raw, where we're kicking off with Cody Rhodes makes his way down the ring, and he asks Salt Lake City what they want to talk about. <laughs> Excuse me. Then says they could talk about Jay will be after being after interrupted last week, so I can't talk today. Before he continued, we hear the music of NXT North America Jim Don Mysterio. He says the only things you need to know about Jay Uso is once he joins Judgment Day, they will continue to be the most dominant faction in WWE. He says Women's World Champion Ripley isn't here after being injured by Nia Jax last week, but she will be back sooner and better than ever. Then he dedicates his victory to Rhea over Cody to her. Then Cody mocks the loud booze right now on Dominic as he's trying to speak. He says maybe his win will be the win that impresses, impresses Ripley enough to define their relationship. And Dominic seems to be far more into Ripley than she is to him. He says Ripley seems has eyes for Jay Uso, and Dominic gets defensive. He's a judgment day, it's a family, and Jay will understand once he becomes a member. Then we see the tag team champ senior money in the big Damian Priest and Finn Balor come down the ringside for his match against Cody. So we go to that non-title match right now. As Dominic and Cody waste no time going after each other, Cody plants Dominic face first from a delay vertical suplex, logs in the figure four leg club, but Dominic makes it to the bottom of the break to hold. Then Cody hits overhand chop. Dominic regains the upper hand after some help from the tag champs. He looks to hit the three Migos, but Cody escapes, hits a Cody cutter, and falls with the crossroads for the win at 2 minutes and 10 seconds. Yeah, it, it was just here. I'm going to give this one 2 out of 10. <laughs> then after the match, Judgment Day looks to attack Cody. But we see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn run down the ring to provide some backup. They see a chair down until Judgment Day backs down to the disappointment of Cody, Sami, and Kevin. And once before Cody gets hit to the back, Kevin Owens calls him back to the ring to some boys will go to commercial break. And then after the break, Co Kevin clarifies that Jay Uso's back on Raw because him and Cody confirms that is the case. He said Jay has done a lot when he's part of the bloodline. Then asked Cody why he brought, thought bringing Jay to Raw was a good idea. Seeing so, you know, a lot of people in the back needs to hear why he did so. Cody says the fans probably know where he's going with this and his job is to make people happy. He said Jay is one of the best in the world and serves a second chance. He said everyone... Is one of the best in the world and serves a second chance. He said everyone should give him time to prove he's changed and not necessarily a bad thing, but lines down a member. So Sammy Zane chimes in and echoes Cody's statement. He tells Kevin they're both given each other a second chance before and he doesn't need to trust Jay right away. 
I want to see here's them and he'll pretend Jay didn't cause them. They're undisputed during the universal title opportunities or close to joining Judgment Day. If he wants them to, he says, well, he doesn't trust Jay. He trusts both of them and he hopes they're, they're right before heading to the back. Then we get a uh, recap of the Women's World Title Maven last week as return Nia Jax. Then Michael Cole provides an injury update on both ladies as Ripley suffered a rip injury and is on day-to-day business. Basis, sorry. I said business by accident. Well, Raquel is recovering from Whiplash. And we get footage from earlier in the day informing the New Day Eric's not medical clear. So they New Day plays Rob to see which one will face Iowa with Kofi winning. Yes, this was actually this was actually true. This was supposed to be a tag team two out three balls match between New Day and Viking Raiders, but like Adam Pierce said, uh, Eric wasn't make clear. So we get this one-on-one match, Ivar versus Kofi Kingston. It's actually kind of nice seeing Ivar actually compete in one-on-one action. You don't see that much. So Masters with a lock of an upper hits a short tag, but Kofi far back with a leaving back elbow. Ivar hits a back center as Kingston charges at him to Wesley into the corner. Kingston responds for a series of right hands and climbs the top rope, also go flying, lands a draw kick, then a close one and a kick to Ivar's head. Ivar dumps him in the ring and hits a splash off the apron as we go to commercial break. <clears throat> After the break, Ivar plans Kingston for him to slide cross body, climbs the top rope, looks for another frog splash for Kofi Rouser the ring, hits a splash to Ivar's flying off the top rope, falls with a boom drop, but Ivar plans with a power bump for a two count. Kofi hits a back elbow, but Ivar catches back, spinning back heel kick, sent on the corner, climbs the top rope, hits a beautiful moonsault for a close two count. They tear on the ropes, but Kingston hits a sunset flip, followed by hitting the trouble and paradise for the win at 13 minutes and 10 seconds. I actually really, really enjoyed this match. I just want to set out my only nitpick here. I kind of wish Ivar won with the moonsault. That was Kofi kicking out. That was kind of unnecessary, to be honest with you, but that's. Pick, but this is actually odd spoiler. This is actually my match of the night. This was actually a really good match. And we get Butch aired last week of Shinsuke Nakamura saying over Ricochet in the backstage area while taunting the world with Champs of France as he's in the ring. And speaking of Ricochet, he is with Jackie Redman. <clears throat> and he said he's nobody's pawn. He says that if Nakamura wants to play games, and they will. He said he's the cheat code, and tonight would be game over. So Shinsuke Nakamura hits the end of that match with Ricochet. We see Seth Rollins uh, follows, but Pierce. And security geeks and everybody try to prevent from getting get in front from the ramp, but Rollins gets past him and chases Nakamura out of the ring as security catches him and holds him back. So we'll go to that match between Ricochet and Nakamura right now. Nakamura sends Ricochet in the military mode face first. Far stops, lands a kick to the chest. Ricochet responds to Hurricane and a draw kick, then gets him on his shoulders. Nakamura skates, hits a slide, draw kick, drags him to the top turnbuckle, hits a running knee, falls with a knee to the midsection. Ricochet hits a staying moonsault, but Nakamura hits a chop. In the Ash Bill City outside, and Ricochet hits the moonsault out of the corner as we go to commercial break. After the break, Ricochet catches Nakamura Shine Wizard as he charges them. Then fires a right to the left hands on his midsection, springboard back over and stands shooting star press. Nakamura hits a knee to Ricochet's midsection for Ricochet hits a crossbody off the top for a two count. <clears throat> Falls with a kick to the leg. Ash spills back up to the outside. Ricochet step up into Gary. Nakamura grabs a chair, but Ricochet takes it from him and hits across the spine as the referee calls for the bell. So Nakamura wins by DQ at 13 minutes. I've seen these two have better matches. Honestly, I just want five out. I didn't really like the DQ all that much. Not to match, Nakamura hits a king shot to the back of Ricochet's hip. He wraps Ricochet's legs around the ring post and repeatedly hits him with the chair while Ron's Waste no time being out Nakamura. He looks to plan over the chair, but Nakamura hits a back body drop. Since Rollins crashes on the chair spine first, as all the officials separate them, but Ricochet, sorry, Nakamura sends him in the announce table spine first before playing on top of it. And then 
that says to break. We come back for break. Rollins is struggling to walk in the training room as the referee help him into the training room. And if we get footage of last week of Shane Baszler beating Chelsea Green, followed by the post-match angle following Sony Strike Piper Niven. The backstage barns is what the tag champs Chelsea Green Piper Niven. And he asked about Shane Baszler, Sony Starks. And Green says they're not even a tag, real tag team. She says the key to the team is friendship. So she says her and Niven are best friends. Niven disagrees and asks Green if she knew what country she's from. So she guessed England, somewhere else, and then she guessed Florida. I will admit that was actually pretty funny, to be honest with you. So then walks off. So Saxon tells her that she's actually from Scotland. So Chelsea King King's Byron says it, Brian and storms away. I can admit this was actually a pretty funny statement. I did. I got a laugh out of the Florida one. Uh, anyway, non-title match. One side James, Chelsea Green, Piper Niven versus Shayna Baszler and Sophie Starks. Green hits a boot to Starks midsection for five right hands, and Starks comes back with an uppercut, takes in Baszler. Baszler hits a federation of a backbreaker and takes Sophie back in. Stark with a kick to the knee, looks for splash on the court, but Green moves out of the way, hits a missile draw kick off the top rope. Niven takes it as a short breaker. Green takes back and gets caught with a thrust kick. Goes for the cover, but Piper breaks up the pin. Baser gets the ring, goes after before they spill to the outside. Get to the bra into a night. Jack's Peter Nor as if Niven into the ring post. And the ref calls for the bell, so the champs get the win by technically it was a no they said no contest, but technically were Nijax attacked Piper Niven first. I'm counted as they won by DQ at three minutes and fifty seconds. Yeah, three out of ten, honestly. <laughs> There's not really much to say about this match. Then after the match, Nia Jax is small drop and sent on Stoey Stars. Green tries to run once she spot Nia, but Nia slings her across the ring, hits a splash, and hits the Annihilator on Baszler to close the that statement. <coughs> Excuse me. Then we hit backstage where Chad gave us with Adam Pierce. Yes, we have to do and get our shot at the Intercontinental and Pierce. He had to work his way back there. Bronson Reed walks and tells Gable to get the back of the line and begin yelling at each other. So he makes a match between them official. Then Mike Colson did, did you know? Statement where the Rocks did return on SmackDown generate over 103 million views on social media. Then we get a recap of Rock's appearance on SmackDown. Then after the break, we go back to Jack Grimm, who's with Jay Uso, before Damian Priest walks in as a moment alone with Jay. He explains what judgment he wants Jimmy Uso in the group, but he really wants him. He's a Jay is willing they could be the family. He's been looking for his whole life as long as it doesn't make him look bad. Then he demands an answer by the end of the night. We will get that answer during the main event. Then we go to that Chad Gable versus Bronze rematch. Masters to the lockup. Gable hits a right handed draw kick off the top rope, but Bronson catches with a splash and a power slam. Bullwise for the chop. It whips Gable into the corner, followed by a double axiom. Gable first over to boot to his face, but Bree delivers a military, military press on the top rope and sets a crash and out of the ring as we go to break. After the break, Gable hits a series of offense strikes to Reed before Reed catches with a clothesline, sets him on the top rope, but Gable sends him face first in the top turnbuckle, fires the forearms, climbs the top rope, hits a diamond hit butt, but Bree flats him with a splash, looks for a sand but Gable gets his knees up, looks for a German suplex, but can't get him up and over. Reed drinks him in the court, climbs the top rope before laying tsunami for the win at 6 minutes and 40 seconds. This, I'm a little surprised they actually gave Gable a clean loss here, but it was a fun match. It was like 6 out of 10. And we go backstage for Tommaso Champion throws a problem while he's sitting. He says he decided to play the long game and would be patient once he arrived on Raw. He said waiting and waited. Learns patient is a crutch. He said you have to create your own opportunities. Is this Gunther has what he wants? He stood up and knocks his chair over while walking away. Then we get a field package of Becky Lynch winning the XT Women's Total Life to be strand last week on NXT. And then she was walking backstage for it to sell interest to pitcher and nervously held those fists. So Becky fist bumps him. 
Anyway, we come back from commercial break. We go back to Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, arguing with Jay Uso. Jay walks in and confronts Owen, telling him he needs some. He has some say say to his face. They get into a verbal exchange, and Kevin storms off. Sami explains to Jay that Owen needs some time. He tells him Joey's Jay has a decision to make tonight and crash the Judgment Day. So we get the NXT Women's Champ Becky Lynch makes her way down the ring. She's the man that's coming around to Salt Lake City. It's a new NXT Women's Champion. She wants to expect to win the title. She's going to take opportunities when she get them. Since she wants to elevate the NXT Women's title that she holds, and it says NXT is the feature before issuing an open challenge for the title. So we hear the music of Natalia, and Lynch's voice. She has the utmost respect for her. She met for someone newer to answer. She pleads her cases. Lynch took opportunities away from younger talent. I mean, to be honest with you, that she's not wrong, to be honest with you. She subs Becky, and Becky subs the challenge. So we go to that match now. Becky Lynch defends the NXT Women's title against Natalia. Natalia sends Lynch crash in the ring post short first. We go to break. We come back for break. Lynch sits that into the mat and hits a form in the corner. Falls with a back sport, but Natalia comes back with a German suplex. Looks a lot in the sharpshooter, but Lynch rolls her up for a two count. Climbs the top rope, but Natalia meets her up there. Hits a superplex for Lynch. Lands a dropkick and a baseball kick under the bottom rope. Tosses Natalia back and let's go flying. Natalia moves all the way. Hits a distance Larry Looks a lot in the disarmor, but Natalia escapes with rolling her up. Natalia. Lynch kicks out and rolls Natalia up for a two count, but Lynch finally got to roll up the stick to retain the NXT Women's title with eight minutes and 20 seconds. This actually wasn't a bad match at all. I just won six out of ten as well. Then backstage, we see Adam Pierce talk with Dragon Lee before NXT North American Jim Dominic enters the room. Since he lost to Cody Ritz because Ray Ripley wasn't by his side, Dominic says Pierre wasn't his job and let Ripley get hurt. Dominic tells Lee he doesn't like guys in masks. I was dead, beat dead. Then Dragon spoke, taking the title away from Dominic when they meet next week. By the way, that is that's gonna be on Raw, but I'll double the card next week after. <laughs> and then we go to Tommaso Champ versus Giovanni Vinci. Match with the lockup and Vinci based on Champa right out of the gate, but Champa playing some. But Vinci rolls him up after Luvin Kaiser caused destruction. Champa kicks a boot to the face of Vinci, locks into Sicilian stretch for the submission win at three minutes and twenty five seconds. I was actually getting, I thought this never got past first gear. I just went for, I wish these two were around a bag, but go longer. But it was just there. Then we go, after the break, we go back to the Barnes sizes with the World Champs of Bronze. He tells Shinsuke Nakamura to name the time to place in the stipulation for the World Title rematch, World Highway Title rematch. I imagine it's probably going to be a fast lane. If I have to guess stipulation, I can see either a stretcher, like an ambulance or a stretcher match, or even last minute. That's the only three I could really think of. And then we go to our main event, Jay Uso versus Drew McIntyre. So they start chatting for locking up. The McIntyre first on his right hands in the corner for Jay hits a pair of open palm strikes before McIntyre was in the corner, hits a boot to the midsection for in the suplex. Jay hits a hip up for his right hands for McIntyre lands a massive right hand in the chop. Jay dumps him out of the ring and hits a pair of tope suicides as Judgment Day makes their way down the ring as we go to commercial break. After the break, both men are teeing on the top rope. McIntyre hits a suplex before they go back for right hands. Jay connects with a kick and some old drop. Goes for the cover, only got two count. Goes to the top rope, looks for... McTar goes to the top rope, so it looks to go followed by Jake Ducks out of the way. McTar plans with Spine Buster, followed by a neck breaker. Kicks up, looks for Claymore, but Jake catches him with a running kick. Judgment Day gets on the apron, looks to give Jake some advice, and it looks like he might listen for a second. Instead, he super kicks all three men before he turns around and gets nailed with a Claymore kick for the win at 14 minutes and 15 seconds. I actually really enjoyed this match as well. I just won 7 out of 10. Now the match, Judge Bay hops in the ring and circles Jay as McIntyre watches from the ramp as he attacked him and battled for his right hands as Priest and Dominic holds him in place. McIntyre's torn looks it to the back, but he stops. Before he can make a decision, we see Cody Rhodes run down the ring, help Jay with some 
backup, hits Dominic with a crossroads, and it shakes Jay's hand to close this week's Raw. This actually wasn't a bad episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, overall score, I just won 6 out of 10. Honestly, I will watch the Kofi versus Ivar. Three versus Gable, and then the Drew Matter versus Jay. That's part of the three I recommend watching. But next week's Raw, we have NXT North American Dominic Stereo, Defenses Dragon Lee, Unsweet Tag Team Talls on the line as Damian Priest, Finn Balor defense, the former champs coming on the same as name, and Bronze Reef versus Otis. That's the show. So that's the Monday show. Then we head over to Tuesday, September 19th. We kick it off with Dragon Gate, Stormgate Night 9. So we kick it with six minute tag team match with Gold Class, Kota Minor, BB Hawk, and Ben K. Defeat Natural Visor, Strong Machine J, Jason Lee, UT at 10 minutes and 5 seconds via Massacre. In tag team match with Nuraki, Dwayne Problem Dragon, defeat M3Ks over the Twain Gate Champ, Yusu Shikanda, and Masaki Mugushi, Mujusuki via Counter Candy Magic, 8 minutes and 37 seconds. Open the Twain Gate Champ, Smooch Mujusuki, defeat Shahiko Boy for Yukosuka Cutter, 10 minutes and 4 seconds. In tight match, we have TM Revolution and Dragon Kid defeat Dragon D and Kitty Nagato via 11 Bomb and Nagato, 10 minutes and 54 seconds. In tight match, we have D Courage defeating Jiggy Horror, Good and Yamato, Fever on Lyric, 10 minutes and 2 seconds. In the main event, 6 minute tight match, we have Big Bosh Mojo, Jackie Funk, Command Kazi of Natural Fives defeating Sea Brats via JFK, 13 minutes and 3 seconds. So go Dragon Gate. Now we head over to. NWA Power. We came up with a triple threat women's cell number contenders match. Ruthie J defeat Masticate and Natalia Makarova. Six minutes and 10 seconds. Seon defeat Boys Formers. 10 seconds. Television champ Tom Lomber defeat Rush Freeman. I'm oh, sorry, Tom Lomber defeat Rush Freeman. Minute 57. I forgot he cashed in the TV title. In the main event, Tags match, we have Magic Inc., Cody James, and Jake Dumas defeat LeBelli on Biasa 66 and Mega Wolf. Seven minutes and 24 seconds. So that's NWA Power. And now we head over to NXT. So we kick it off with a recap of last week's main event where Becky Lynch won the woman's from TV Stram. And Becky Lynch makes her way down the ring and she takes the microphone, knows the man has come back to NXT. She's at her world tour with the woman's soul continues because she's bringing the fight every damn night. So it doesn't matter the name because the game is all the same. Becky continues her rap, including the names of some of the uh, women's locker room, then told the crowd she loves them and she represent them. She knows that Tiffy time is over, then gives Tiffy Shram for push, credit for pushing her door to Lemon. Lynch is because of that. She gave a rematch wherever she wants before she calls her an idiot and arsehole. Lynch was about to phrase Shram, but Tiffany makes her entrance to interrupt. She knows the rematch is not offshore because she deserves a rematch. Then she says Lynch is a ma- WrestleMania main eventer, the man, then a one girl, but she is Tiffy Strand. She says she's the future of WWE and the future two time women's champion. So she pro- proposes a rematch on the show, but pulls the plug since it wasn't happening. Then she calls the crowd losers and was were cheering for before Lynch showed up. Tiffy then proposed a rematch happened in No Mercy, and Lynch, the result will be the same, not because Strand's not good enough, because she's not hungry enough. She says she saw people who got the rocket put on their back turn in title. Tiffany says NXT, what the crowd feels like NXT she grew up in. Becky says all this time she knows she wants the woman's tell more than Strand. Strand mm-hmm. knowing that Lynch went over turn and she didn't get called out. Strand says she didn't call out Lynch, Lynch would. Then she said Tiffany is about fighting a talker, and then they go against each other punch for punch. So Becky threw the first punch, and we get a brawl before Keon J- James Ronzo gets into the two-on-one advantage. Strand went for a chair shot, but Becky f- fights off both women as Becky swung the chair, causing Keon and Tiffany to retreat. 
Then we go backstage to the NXT champions, tag champs, the family, looking at pictures of potential challengers. Tony D'Angelo starts talking about post-show dinner. D'Angelo says how he likes the creep bars being straightforward. They respect Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. Before he proposes Hank Walker and Tank Lodge for Bronco Nima and Lucy and Price to so be in the conversation. I'll talk about the full next week's card after this. Then we go backstage somewhere else backstage where McKenzie is with then walked up for the NXT tall Ilya Dragunov. He's heading for a match for the title. Ilya says he's been suffering from the wounds Leslie gave him last week, but he kept going. He's at Bakersfield. He will be the Mad Dragon. We'll cover his wings in gold. Before the Becky Lynch walks in the scene and Dragon let her speak. So she challenges both Strand and Keanu to a handicap match in the media, which that was confirmed. Then we go over to the Metaphor Lounge where Metaphor is being for Kelly King. It was like a Matrix thing this week. And honestly, no one does. Impression of that was super cringe to be honest with you. I didn't like that one bit. I, of all the setups they did for each movie, that was the le- my least favorite one. The backstage Dominic still runs into Trick Williams. Trick knows that Dominic has a knack for sucking all the positive energy in the room. For Dominic's NXT champion is taking the L tonight. Dominic says he's emphasized with Trick being Hayes' shadow. Like him and Ray Mysterio. Dominic tried to recruit Trick in the judgment, but he refuses to put a wedge between Trick and Melogane. Dominic says, you say about him and his dead beat that Ray. So we go to our first of two, well, technically three Global Heroes Invitationals. I'll talk about the B Block stuff uh, after the B Block match. Tyler Bate versus Butch. So this is basically winner advances to the finals. So Bate has to win or get a draw. Butch has to straight up win. Because if he goes to a draw, Bait goes to five. Well, Butch goes to four. Anyway, so Butch starts to match with some joint manipulation, but Bait escapes with his leg scissors. Butch saw Bob and Bang coming and slaps Bait. After dodging, Bait managed to catch Butch with a Bob and Bang for a two count. He fends off Butch in the corner of hooks before Butch forced back with a right hand. <laughs> Bait shows a techno dodge before Butch steps on the foot. Of Bait clocks Bait with a right hand. He punches Bait out of the right hand, air with a right hand. Bait uses a chop to stagger Butch on top rope. Hits him with a delayed vertical suplex as we go to commercial break. After break, we see both men throwing punches in the center of the ring for Butch. Got the upper hand with some ground and pound. For Bait, escapes the X-plex and hits Butch with a standard shooting star press. Followed by a sale suplex for a two count. Butch refers a taller driver into an armbar as Bait tried to break double overhead elbows. Bait dip lifts Butch into a helicopter spin. Then hits him with a brain bust for a two count. As we hear Alicia Taylor give him the uh, two-minute warning. Butch reverses a tower drive 97 into his own for a two count. Butch reverses bitter end into a DDT, then hits Butch with his own bitter end for a two count. Uh, B hits Butch with a round leery. Butch uses the knees to block his bar tap. Butch hits Bait with the bitter end. Goes for the cover, but Bait kicks out as there's less than 30 seconds left. So Butch hits him with the bitter end for the win to win block A at 11 minutes and 50 seconds. I really enjoyed this match. I just won 8 out of 10. Then after match, Bait, Butch hugs Bait. And then we see JC Jean and Thea Hill hanging out at the center closed door. Thea Hill noted that she had to go there and not be a kid anymore. She was embarrassed to come out while the outfits. And then so JC had to convince her to walk out and basically to do a fashion show and what stuff she likes. And then before she said she can't wait to the world to see the new Thea Hill. So we go to the other Global Heroes matches from B Block Joe Coffee versus Duke Hudson. So Joe Coffey, just like Tyler Bate, could advance with a win or draw. If Duke Hudson wins, we will have a triple threat tiebreaker match because all four men would. Be at four points, and all three have victories over each other. As Coffee has to win over Nathan Frazier, and Frazier has to win over Duke Hudson, so that was the only way. But I'll 
top of that in a sec. So both men have a stalemate as they were no shown. Few short tackles for Duke gets coffee on his feet with it, takes him off his feet with a tackle. Duke connects with a hurt raw on the Joe before Joe got two count off a backdrop. He tackles Hudson in the corner, gets some gut punches. Gives him a flashback on the routes for by boots. Coffee hits Hudson with a backbreaker for a two count. He gets his knees and fends off Joe with right hands. Duke goes for the bottom like, oh, but Coffee rolls the ringside and then tosses Hudson on the apron before he hits him with a missile draw kick. He hits him with a deal of German suplex, flying knee strike before Duke blocks the eight. This is Larry. It rolls him up for the win at three minutes and 48 seconds. Since Duke won, we will get a triple threat tiebreaker match. And speaking of the other one with four points, Kelly Gagay goes into the Global Heritage Invitational Watch Party Room as she interviews Nathan Frazier and he was hyped to still be in the um, in the picture. He's excited they'll have the tiebreaker next week, but she informed him that the triple threat is happening later in the show, so he liked this and he gets off, leaves to get ready. Then we get a tweet from uh, Robert Stone showing that he's leaving the hospital and watching, wishing Fall Wagner in his recovery. <coughs> Here we go. Rocks and Press for Lola Vice. Press and Vice Trey Riss holds before Press gets a series of near falls and then Lola trips Rocks in to block an old school. Got a few rest holds in for fights, hits over the axe kick, and then hits her with a sacrifice arm breaker for a two count. Fights for the lakes with no ground hammer lock, but Perez rolls out of the way and gets fights and fears of right hands. Rocks in escapes and hits a seated senton before it hits a shotgun draw kick. Punt 10 punches in the corner, but Lola escapes and trips Perez. Rocks in dodges a spinning roundhouse kick before Lola escapes pop rocks and fights tries to put Perez in the arm smashing again, but Perez rolls her up for the win. At 4 minutes and 17 seconds. Fun little 4 minute match. I just won 5 out of 10. And it was the Eddie Forb outside. Uh, beside his tree. He looks like his Dijak took some of the bark from the tree with his belt. Then he calls Dijak a coward. He might have a savage in him. A merciless Eddie Savage for he said Dijak. This is a his tree. Then he challenges to our strap match. And then we go in the locker room. Women's champ Becky Lynch. Match with Rock and Roxanne Perez. Becky says Perez is kicking ass at NXT, so Roxanne took the page of Lynch, but not letting people run over. Then she proposed being the tag partner of Becky against Keon James Tiffy Strem. She respects the offer, but Perez needs to ice up that injured arm. <coughs> Excuse me. Then we go to our next match, the Chamber first chain match, NXT North American Chamber, Dominic Christopher versus the NXT Chamber, Carmelo Hayes. Dominic, atta Dominic attacks Carmelo during his entrance and posts for the NXT title, but Carmelo attacks him. So once the bell rings, Carmelo hit Hits Dominic with a snap mirror. Dominic rolls the rings up for a super kick. Hits a baseball slide, but took a right hand. Dominic turns the tables by giving Hayes a snake eyes on the barricade. Carmelo recovers and drapes Dominic on the top row and hits fade away. Then hits with a lump. Mestica for a two count as with a commercial break. After the break, Dominic had Carmelo in a rest hole, but Carmelo fights out. But Dominic came back with a hit slam to the mat. Goes for three Migos, but he only hit one as Carmelo reversed into a final cut. He kicks him a few times, rabbit punches in the corner, hits him with a pump handle. You're an Augie for a two count for Dominic Conzo with a pump kick in a DT up for a two count of his own. Dominic follows up with a 619 before Carmelo avoids the splash and hits him with a coat breaker. Dominic trips Carmelo off the top rope, but he actually tosses Dominic into Elia Dragon Up's throw on the floor. Dominic recovers and tosses Carmelo into Dragon Up. Then Dominic does a dumbass move and slaps Elia. This far as if Elia runs around and starts beating down Dominic as the referee calls for the bell. Technically, this this was a no contest, but technically, Dominic, sorry, Eli attacked Dominic first, so I'm just going to say Dominic won by DQ. 11 minutes and 5 seconds. This was okay to Dominic. This was the only way to protect both champions, so I can kind of see why they did DQ, but it's whatever. Then after the match, Eli hits Dominic with the H-bomb, try to go for Tope Moscow, but Dominic pulls coming out in front of him. 
as Dominic tries to escape, but he got laid with a super kick from Dragon Lee, and he posed with the North American title while Elia and Carmella stare at each other in the ring. Do you see in the locker room? Trick Williams watch the match, frustrated because the match outcome before Joe Gacy and Abel show up to give Trick a lecture about loneliness. Abel says Trick looks covered in loneliness before he says that's not loneliness, it's just olive, olive oil. Gacy <coughs> tries to recruit Trick in the schism, but he refuses. Ava and Gacy left so seeds of decent of descent between Carmel and Trick. He says Carmel would a lot better outcome if he accepted his help. Then we go to somewhere else in the locker room. Entrace with Coach and Gas to cuts on potential winning the Global Heroes Invitational. He said Joe Coffee is big as an ox and for Nathan Vader as fast as Eugene Bolt. Chase asks Hunter, who's the MVP? Spoiler, represent Australia. NXT and Chase you. Then he says the ump, then he yells, let's fucking go, as both men run off to ringside. Do we go to a random alley where loot scripts, Bronco Nemo, Lucy, and Price are playing dice with random people? After they hustle pieces of other money, they're seized up the X team tag team division while Cal Muddy. Scripps says he loves their bond and that's why he's with them. Scripps know that Price and Nima know how it's going to sleep. No dinner, no fast loose, slow winners, and reach in your pocket, nothing there. But whatever it is, they gotta eat, and then they're all through accounting cash. And then we go backstage. Mackenzie Mitchell's with Hank, Black, Hank Walker and Tank Ledger. Walker says they know how tough Nemo and Price are, but they aren't going anywhere. Ledger says it was time to turn up, so he accepts the match that Tony D'Angelo proposed between them earlier in the show. And then we go to that <clears throat> B-block triple threat tiebreaker match. Joe Coffey, Duke Hudson, and Nathan Frazier. The winner meets Butch in the finals next week. So Frazier takes on Coffey with a draw kick and takes out Duke with an elbow off the apron. Coffee recovers hits Frazier with a crossbody. Frazier knocks Coffee up the apron with a Gamma Gary before Duke hits Frazier with an elevated flapjack for a two count. Duke and Joe so no soul staying lyrics. Coffee gets Hudson to his knees with a right hand and also clocks Frazier with a right hand. Duke gets to his feet with Trey hands with Coffee again. Before Frazier knocks both men down with a shotgun draw kicks and it hits both of them with a tope suicida. Frazier tree punched Duke and had the moment before Duke comes back with a corner Yurinagi. Joe drinks Hudson's crotch in the ring post as we go to commercial break. After the break, Frazier, <coughs> excuse me, with punches as he was playing by body slam. He uses a victory roll for a two count. Coffee hits Frazier with a pop up uppercut and a flying knee strike. Duke rolls up coffee uh, during his finisher attempt for a two count. Duke went for and hits coffee to chase Ubonic elbows before Joe hits Hudson with a solo accent for a two count. Frazier caught Duke with a super kick before he hits both men with a moonsault DT for a two count. He misses a slingshot, then he caught Flying Coffee with a super kick before Duke hits him with a slingshot German suplex. Hudson caught Coffee with a big boot. Duke hits Frazier with a black hole slam for a two count. Duke hits Frazier with a helicopter boss man slam for a two count as Joe broke up the pin. So Duke dumps him to ringside before Frazier nails him with a Franken driver. Frazier hits him with a Phoenix splash, so Coffee sends him to the ringside. Duke recovers, but he got away with the Lariat for the win. At 14 minutes and 22 seconds. So Joe Coffey wins B-Block. And he'll meet Butch next week in the finals. I actually thought this was a fun match. This one 5 out of 10. And after the match, Butch and Coffey have a stare down. And McKenzie mentioned it. He was backstage. All he says, everyone should be an upward. A Dragon Lee is getting a title show before he did. He promised Dragon Lee a title show after he won a North American title. But a graphic, Raymond Show won't rather give him the the North American title shot. He's a how does a man he beat get the North American title shot before him? He says near Dominic was your Dragon Lee deserved the title because Dominic is a criminal and calls Dragon Lee a liar. Then he says he's gonna deal with the raw. So if you haven't heard, Musafali did uh 
announced on his Twitter yesterday that he got released from WWE, so I don't know what's going on with that match now. We'll just have to wait and see, I guess. But it does suck for all the wrestlers and people who lost their jobs. It's not cool at all. I do feel bad for them. But we'll wait and see. So Tiffany Trent and Keon James were on with Bicep Curls. They were on the same page and trained compliments before Tiffany teased surprise for Becky Lynch later. Then we see Becky Lynch uh, was shown to leave the locker room. Then we see Brooks Jansen, Fallon Hanley, Josh Briggs were hanging out back to watch a replay of their loss last week. Briggs argued about being Hanley's fault that Miles Bourne portrayed them. Hanley tried to defend Bourne as a good guy hanging out with the wrong people. So Josh Briggs and Fallon Hanley were arguing as Baron Corrin showed up told everyone to shut up so he could join Spasash. Briggs is good that Corrin can still hear the Braun Breaker popped his eardrum last week before they have an argument. Then we go to parking lot where Carmelo Hayes get an interview. He promised to be Ely at no mercy and tells Ely at he will tell Eli where Eli stands next week. So we go to that main event. <coughs> Becky Lynch was being her, but she got jumped by Keon James Tiffy Strem. So the beatdown goes down to the ring before we see Lyle Fell carry runs to eat up the numbers. So they cleared the heels out of the ring for Keon Strand. Try to leave up Becky and Fell carry and drag him back to the ring. So we this is officially now a tag match between Boyd and Becky Lynch. And Lyle Fell carry for Tiffy Strand and Keon James. So Lynch tossed James around the ring, then takes and forced tag Drake's Tiffany Strand in the ring. Lynch dominated and gave Strand a stinger splash in the court for Fakiria tags in. So Becky and Fakiria give Strand alternate kicks for Keon tags in and puts in a hill up by Fakiria. Lynch tags in, gives James a face bust for a two count, then dumps her to ring side and hits a baseball slide. Gives her a diamond right hand for Laria, gives her a wrecking ball draw kick as we go to commercial break. And to break Strand trips Lynch off the top rope, and then the heels cut the ring in half before Becky comes back with right hands. Keon trips up Becky, goes to isolate off, and so Tiffy tags in. Becky avoids back flip elbow, managed to get the hot take to Valkyria, and she cleans out some right hands and uh, right kicks. Valkyria takes down Keon and Tiffy with spring cross body before she hits Keon with an axe kick combo and an all like suplex for a two counts. Tiffy broke it up. After training counters, the baby faces drape the heels on the second room and hit both of them with draping leg drops. Keona hits Fakira with a pump handle power. Let's turn Fakira got two down Keona and then Tiffany tri trips out Fakira off springboard. Strand tosses Lynch in the ring post. James hits Fakira with a pump handle power bomb. Tiffany takes and hits Fakira with a small time bomb. Goes for the cover with Be Becky broke up the pin. Becky catches Keon with a missile draw kick and hits both ladies with DDT. And it goes for a cover on Keon for Keon kicks. Oh, Becky goes for the star, but Keon escapes. Fakira takes it as Becky hits Keon with a manhandle slam. Hits Fakira hits a frog splash for the win. And all admits in 22 seconds. Fun little main value from 6 out of 10. Then after the match, Strand clears the ring with a chair. She hits Becky in the back with a steel chair, pulls with the woman's tall and toss on Becky as she walks up the ramp. Becky grabs her microphone and says the women's tall match at No Mercy would now be an extreme Wolves match to close up this week's NXT. Overall, I actually thought this was a really fun show. I just won 6 out of 10. Honestly, <coughs> easily the best match was the Butch Tyler Bate match. I recommend checking that one out. Also, the triple threat as well. That's the two I probably I would recommend the most. So the fall oh, on September 26th, Butch versus Joe Coffey. So, spoiler, er, non-spoilers, stands after night seven.
So Butch in first place with five points, zero win, two wins, zero loss, and one draw. Tommy Bay in second place with four points, two wins, one loss. Axiom in third place with one point, zero wins, one loss, one draw. And Charlie Dempsey in last place with no wins, zero wins, two losses. So in B block, Joe Coffee, Ducats, and Nate Thrizzer all in first place with four points, two wins, one loss, but Coffee advanced to win the tiebreaker match. And to so in last place with zero points, no wins, three losses. So on tonight's level up as of recording, Miles Born first Riley Osborne. Ivy Nile versus Izzy Dam, and Fa- Fallon Hay versus A.R. Grace, and the the final, because technically we still had one more from Block A, Axiom for Sharp, Dempsey, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised they actually didn't put the Axiom Charge Dempsey match on NXT, I thought you, I mean, you must have finished tournament. it's kind of pointless doing it on a level up, but whatever, I don't book the show. And then next week, the NXT, the finals of the Global Universe, like I said, Butch versus Joe Coffey, Trick Boys versus Joe Gacy, Gigi Dolan versus Blair Davenport, 84 for Starjack in a strap match in a dinner table qualifying tag match, I guess, is if you want to call it that. Hank Walker for Tank Ledger, Bronco Nima for Lucy and Price, and No Mercy Card Sofer for September 30th. Noam Dar will defend the Harris Cup title against, against Butcher Joe Coffee. North American title match. I don't know what's going on with that, so I'm not going to bother talking about it. Come on, Hastings, NXT title against Eli Dragunov, Braun Breaker for Baron Corbin, and the main event. Uh, sorry, not the main event. The Women's Solid Extreme Rules match. Becky Lynch defends Tiffy Stram. So that was. And XT. Now we head over to the Wednesday, September 20th shows. We'll kick off AW Dynamite Grand Slam Night 1. So we'll kick it with the winner takes all match for the New Japan Strong Opoy Tall and the Ring Out World Title. Eddie Kingston defeating Kali Custom only 15 minutes, 17 seconds. So Eddie retains his strong Opoy Tall but wins the Ring Out World Title. <coughs> Chris Jericho defeating Sammy Guevara 15 minutes and 14 seconds. Ray Finks defeating John Moxley. To win the international title limits in 37 seconds for the women's title, Surrey retains over Tony Storm 8 minutes and 53 seconds. In the main for the AW World Title, MJF retains over Samoa Joe 18 minutes and 42 seconds. So that was AW. We go over to Stardom's five star Grand Prix night 19. So, can you go with a non title fatal four match? One or star and Chain Mariah. Defeat Emery Sori, Unimus Moore, and High Speed James Like Catch Muffy, Larry, 4 minutes and 56 seconds. Six woman tag team match with stars IWGB Woman Champ Mayu Itani, Heenan, and Saida defeat Club Fiends, Mir Shirokawa, and Wakatsukiyama. Team up with Hanukkah via Moonsault, 7 minutes and 31 seconds. Six woman tag team match with Maggie Bay, Mace, and Suzuki defeat Momotan, Ruka, and Natsuhiko Tora of Oyotai via Neck Hanging Bomb, 7 minutes and 38 seconds. So we were supposed to have four five star Grand Prix. But- Matches on this show, but one got canceled, which I'll get to in a second. Mike got defeat Ryan May for a major no driver, eight minutes and 55 seconds. That was the first Blue Stars match. The other Blue Stars match, Asumi defeat our star champ Julia via Asumi Sushi in 55 seconds. In the main non title Red Stars match, World Star champ Tam Nakal defeating Suri via final screwdriver, 13 minutes and 20 seconds. So the other Blue Stars match was actually, it was supposed to be one star champ Mariah versus Yutama Hai Shista, but Yutami had to forfeit due to injury. So Mariah goes to 10 points. And she had to forfeit her match on Sunday. So he didn't go to 4 points. But her match with Julia on September 30th. That is to be determined. <coughs> Excuse me. So standings after night 19. Red Stars, Natahiko Tor still at first place with 12 points. 6 wins, 2 losses. World Star Champion Tam Nakao takes second place with 11 points. 5 wins, 2 losses, 1 drop. Suzuki drops to third place with 10 points, 5 wins, 2 losses. God Star Champ, Nonsen Poi, and IWGB Women's Champion at Milo Itani with 9 points, 4 wins, 
four wins, three loss, one draw. And Siri also has nine points, but she has four wins, two wins, and one draw. Sorry, four wins, two losses, one draw. My apologies. But Siri is on the bubble as she loses Starlight Kid. She is mathematically eliminated. And then Suki with in fifth place with eight points, four wins, and three losses. Emmy Sori, sixth place with six points, three wins, five losses. Seventh place, New Blood Tech Champ Star with four points, two wins, five losses. Inside Kamatani went last place with zero wins, nine losses. Did in Blue Stars, first place, Wonder Star Chain Mariah takes first place with five wins, three losses. In second place, our Star Chain Joy with four points, four wins, three losses, one draw. And Michael also has nine points, but she has four wins, two losses, one draw. Third place, Scott Star Chain, sorry, Enyum has eight points, three wins, three losses, two draws. Momo and Tanami and Nasubi both have eight points as well, but they have four wins and four losses. And you tell me how you said Mayor Shirokawa has eight points but four wins, three losses. <coughs> Excuse me. And fourth place, Mariah Mary with six points, three wins, five losses. And the last week's team with four points. Two wins and six losses. But then it's uh, stardom there. Then we'll go over to New Japan Pro Wrestling Road Destruction and Kobe Night 9. So we kick it off with Togi Magibe defeating Yuta Nakashima by submission via Boss Craft 7 minutes and 26 seconds. In tag team match, Joshi Kojima and Yo defeating Tohoma Hama and Tiger Mask 4 via super kick on Tiger Mask at 9 and a half minutes. Six man tag team match with Yuji Nagashi, Shura Umro, Master Well defeating Strong Style and Oscar Lube via Death Row on Lube 9 minutes and 50 seconds. Tag to match and Bebop tag team all like Eroska to Gucci. Eight minutes and 25 seconds via Yurika Sumi on Oleg. Eight man tag to match and Chaos defeating DMDK via Raymaker Bad Dude Tito. 13 minutes and 26 seconds. 10 man tag to match with LIJ defeating Uni Empire. 13 minutes 57 seconds via May in Japan on New and Cal Newham. In the event, eight man tag to match and House of Torture defeating just four guys via Everything is Evil on Taka Menchinoku. 14 minutes and 35 seconds. That was New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then we get over to Dragon Gate, Stormgate, Night 10. So we can go with six-man tag team. Actually, we have Seabrats, Open to Brave Kid Champion, Ishin, Hyon Kai, Defeat Naturalized, Big Boss, Shimushu, Strong Machine, JJ Sulefi, Kamala, Chokeslam, 10 minutes and 32 seconds. And tag team match, we have M3Ks, Open to 20 Gate Champion, Shimushu, Mushuki, Masaki, Mushuki, Defeat Dragon Gate, Hole Loom, Feet, Yoko, Suka, Kataran, Hole Loom, 10 minutes and 11 seconds. UTTV Ride Tanaka via Mexican Stretch, 9 minutes and 21 seconds. In tag team match, we had Yamato Don Fuji defeat M3K's Open to 20K Champ, Yusuji Kana, Musuki Jr. via Gale Clutch, 9 minutes and 26 seconds. In tag team match, we had TM Revolution Takachi Yoshida defeat Jackie Funk Command Kazi Natural Fives via 11 Bomb, 13 minutes and 32 seconds. In the main event, 6 minute tag team match with D Courage and Gold Class via Ron Larry on BB Hulk, 11 minutes and 14 seconds. <clears throat> so that was the Wednesday shows. Now we'll head over to the Thursday, September 21st shows. We'll kick it over with night 10 of the World to Destruction Tour. Kobe. So we had Togi Mugby, Oscar Louis, Bison Mission via Boss Scrap, 8 minutes and 22 seconds. In tag team match, we had Rusuke Gucci and Yo defeats Toshi Kojima and Tiger Mask 4 via Rowan Tiger Mask, 7 minutes and 46 seconds. Six man tag team match. We have Yuji Nagashi, Umaru Master Wild, Divine Strong Style, and Yuji Nakashima via Death Row Nakashima, 10 minutes and 53 seconds. In tag team match with Bebop Tag Team, Defeat Bone Oleg Tonglahama, Fia Roll Up on Yama, 9 minutes and 21 seconds. Eight man tag team match with Chaos, 
<laughs> defeating Team Decay via Rainmaker and Battle Tito, 14 minutes and 40 seconds. Ten man tag match with United Party to be LJ via Tour of the Islands on Bushi, 13 minutes and 17 seconds. In the main event, eight man tag match with House of Torture to be just four guys via Everything's Evil on Takam Legendoku, 14 minutes and 26 seconds. So it's New Japan Pro Wrestling. Then we go to Ring of Honor episode 30. So kick over with the Pierre Tal, Kashiri Shabal retained over Nick Wayne, 9 minutes and 17 seconds. Diamante defeating Cali Bree, a minute 54. In the battle of the Lees, Lee Moriarty defeating Lee Johnson, 7 minutes and 19 seconds. Mercedes Martinez defeating Trisha Dorn, 4 minutes and 43 seconds. For the women's health, Athena retains over Angel Love, 5 minutes and 21 seconds. Six women tag to match, we have Sky Blue, Will Nigel, and Kira Hogan defeating the Renegades and Leo Hirsch, 7 minutes and 4 seconds. Ethan Page being VSK, 2 minutes and 19 seconds. Six-man tag match with El Hedro de Vikingo, Gravity, and Metal League defeating Spanish Knowledge Project in Helgo and San Pentago, along with Tony Nese, 8 minutes and 31 seconds. In tag team match, we had Ash Andre and Darius Martin defeating Cole Carr and Griff Garrison, 4 minutes and 54 seconds. In the main for the six-man tag titles, Mogul Embassy retained over the Inferiority and Willie Mack, 9 minutes and 27 seconds. So that was Ring of Honor. Then we go over to Fusion. We kick it off with Ishiban defeating Noah Kanano, 6 minutes and 10 seconds. Love Doug defeating Lil Guido, 4 minutes and 26 seconds. In the main non title match, World Tag Team Champion Middleweight Champions Akira versus Matthew Justice ends a no contest, 5 minutes and 16 seconds. So that was MLD Fusion. Then we go over to Dirty's main event where we had Nikki Cross being. Indy Harwell in a five and a half minutes. In the main event, Tegan Knox meet Sai Lee, seven minutes and 45 seconds. So it's made of him. Then we go over to Impact Wrestling. This is Impact 1002. So we kick it off with before the Impact for the Knockouts, Tag Dolls, Champions, MK Ultra, Killer Kelly, Moslemovich, retains over Death Dolls, Courtney Rush, Jessica, eight minutes and 23 seconds. So the actual show starts with Fatal Six Way Ultimate X Match, Alan Dangerous v. Ace Austin, Mike Bailey, Rich Swan, Summer Del Sol. An Impact World Tag Team Champs after he wins 9 minutes and 39 seconds. Jake Summons defeating Derek Dongo 4 minutes and 6 seconds. Eric Young defeating Kenny King by DQ in 35 seconds. So we have a tag match Team Canada, Eric Young, Scott Demore defeating Kenny King and Sean Jean by DQ in 10 seconds. So that got turned into an 8 man tag team match as America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris, James Storm. <coughs> oh, and Team Canada defeating Design, Kenny King and Sean Jean 9 minutes and 8 seconds. Josh Alexander defeating Trey Miguel, 9 minutes and 45 seconds, who was one half of the Impact World Tag Team Champions. In the main event, 10, not, one, 10 woman tag team match, Awesome Kong, Gil Kim, Jordan Grace, Mickey James, Knockout Champ, Trinity, defeating Angela Love, Dion Prats, which is Osha, Samantha Evans, and Tasha Steeles, 15 minutes and 23 seconds. We also found out the uh, breed cases from each man. So, Crazy Steve gets a digital media title shot, Boost gets an Impact World title match, Chris Bay gets an Impact World Tag Team title match, and you unfortunately got fired from Impact Wrestling, so hopefully he'll be back in New Japan soon. But that is Impact Wrestling. And then close to this week's show, we have a new promotion called Suki Band. I do apologize if I butchered that name. It was on last night, so five matches. So we came up with six women titles: Cherry Bomb Girls, Rico Blondie, Crush You, and Supersonic, defeating the Fidels, Okatu Chan, Atomic Banshee, and Bingo. In triple threat action, Konami defeating Saki Bimi and Queen Takasuke. Stray Cat defeating Midnight Player. In tag to match with Dangerous Leanne Sons, Lady Internet, and Commander Nakajima. 
defeat Harajuku stars Maya Mitsushin Babyface in the main event. <clears throat> determine uh, a number one contender for the Sh- Shikubayan world title. Ichigo Sakai defeating Countless Sori. So that is. That is uh, Sinky Band. That's the show for this week, guys. I'm your host, Ethan Black. I'll be back on Sunday, double the show from Friday for Sunday. Have a good week, guys, and stay safe.